Chat with Shauna. I am Shauna Anthony and I'm welcoming you to my space. So pulling up to you, I hope you can see it, this coffee mug. This is I am worthy and so are you are worthy as well. So I'm just going to take a quick drink. Welcome to my broadcast podcast. We just changed the music and I was just kind of dancing a little bit before. So I hope you enjoy the music as much as I do. Just to give you a little bit of an idea, if you haven't tuned into our episodes before, what we're about is we started the broadcast podcast to empower women with encouragement and hope. And we are doing this by identifying obstacles that we face as women by hearing from experts or people who are persevering through or who have had victory with those obstacles and by offering some resources and solutions to those uh, issues to help you get unstuck so that you can begin to thrive instead of just being in a state of survival. So I'm gonna transition right now and I welcome you to season one, episode four, and just pardon me here, I am just getting my notes together for you. So episode four, Sunday, November 27th, and we're calling it How the Light Gets In. So tonight, we've had to do a bit of a pivot change. We did have a guest lined up for you, Bernice Gordon, but unfortunately, she had a sudden illness in her family and she could not be with us tonight. So Bernice, we are just sending you our love and our prayers at this time, and we hope that your family is getting healing during this time. We have now decided to go ahead and carry on as usual. And I have a special message in my heart that I wanna share with you. So right now, just like me, grab a mug because this is Coffee Chats with Shauna and grab your coffee, your tea, or something comforting. I'm actually having a almond, um, an almond beverage that is a mocha mint, and it just reminds me of the holidays, so I'm gonna take another sip because it's just so good. Mm. So good. Tonight's episode, and I wanna refer to my notes because I spent a lot of time just thinking about this and mulling over this, and it's such an important message that really spoke to my heart. And so I hope that it's gonna speak to your heart as well. So tonight's episode starts with a phrase. And this is a phrase that has become quite popular and familiar, and maybe some of you even know it, or you've already heard it. And it recently just came to me again. And the phrase is this, we are all broken, that's how the light gets in. When I first read that phrase, it just really resonated deeply inside of me. And I've heard it other times before. But what I just learned about this phrase is that it's actually a combination of quotes from two very famous writers, Ernest Hemingway and Leonard Cohen. And for those of you who don't know who Leonard Cohen is, he is a Canadian and uh, he was a singer, songwriter, poet, and a novelist. And anyway, as I did research on this particular topic, 
I came across a psychiatrist, a counselor, and a life coach by the name of Dr. Keith Ablo. And he has created a program on the internet called Pain to Power. And he believes in this quote. He believes in this phrase. And in fact, 25 plus years of helping clients has proven this statement, we are all broken. That's how the light gets in. And it has proven in his practice over and over and over again. Dr. Ablo says that none of us escapes pain in this life. And this pain causes emotional fractures in our soul or our brokenness. We all have relationships currently or in our past that are even less than unconditionally loving. And some of these have even created trauma in our lives. We've all faced setbacks and losses. And we've had to confront illnesses, whether our own or someone else's. And all of these things remind us just how vulnerable we are. We break, whether a little or a lot. But these broken places that form in our lives are where the light can get in. Stay with me here. I'm going to give you an example. We can experience pain of discovering false friendships. And this can shed light on in our hearts to take a pivot turn so that we can learn how to choose true and real friends. We can fail to reach some of our goals, but this can also help us to hone our skills and increase our determination to cross the finish line. And the next time, losing a loved one, and I just recently lost my dad to cancer at the end of October, teaches us how profoundly important love really is and how crucial it is to say the words, I love you, and to act on doing things to those that we hold dear to our hearts. But when we don't let the light in, It's because we are actually hovering over our brokenness. We're putting patches into some forms of addictive behavior in order to numb or distract or forget. Or we even immerse ourselves in the busyness of life. And we may even deny that our brokenness exists. We even say, hey, I'm doing okay. I'm managing, I'm good. But when we do this, we don't let the light in. What we do is we prevent ourselves from becoming stronger in the broken places. And instead of learning the crucial lessons that our brokenness can give us, we begin to build on a now very shaky foundation, dodging and weaving and covering up. Living life like this can even create a pseudo self 
a false self that can eventually lead to a personal crisis of a person asking, who am I? And I have to tell you that I have personally met women who do this. When women do this, they deceive themselves. And in deceiving themselves, or when we deceive ourselves, we also deceive others. And let me tell you that there is no way that we can build real, honest relationships with this kind of person. And we usually end up getting abandoned or hurt by them. So when we don't let the light in, this further weakens us and sets us up to make choices that further injure us or others in our lives. So how can we stop this? One, and it always involves taking a risk, is that we can begin to revisit the brokenness, those stories in our past. And we do this, why? So that we can be transformed to see ourselves more powerfully than we think that we are. Dr. Ablo suggests that if we think on three events or themes in our life that provoke anxiety or sadness or regret, and we may be tempted to completely ignore them, he suggests instead Move towards them, examine them, face them, because these events have now become part of your life story. And they are part of what makes you who you are. When we do this, we can ask ourselves, what lessons can I learn from these events? What insights have I gleaned? We can start to develop unconditional love towards others by sharing these parts of ourselves in a safe space, that's important, in a safe space with another person who is going through the very same thing. And I know that when I am speaking of my brokenness and especially about losing my dad, and I also have a mother who has advanced Alzheimer's, when I'm talking to somebody who has a mother or a father or a spouse that has Alzheimer's or has just lost a loved one, I can connect with that person and feel I'm not alone because we're sharing our hearts with one another. And it's, it's amazing when we open ourselves and take the risk to do that in a safe place and with a safe person. And now I'm going to offer another suggestion. And it starts with this wreath that I have behind me. This is my advent wreath. Actually, I bought uh, a lot of it from the dollar store. And I just put it together and... Yeah, it's kind of pretty. It kind of makes me smile. Today... It's the first day of Advent. 
And Advent means in this winter season, and to those of us in the Christian faith, it is the coming or the arrival of Emmanuel, God with us. Now, I think we're all pretty familiar with this kind of Advent. And let me pick this up. I hope that you can see it, right? This, this is an Advent calendar, right? And I think we're pretty familiar with the Advent calendar. And I grew up uh, with the Advent calendar all throughout my childhood. I, I loved and I look forward to opening each and every little door every day from December 1st to the 24th as a countdown to Christmas and to Santa Claus. And uh, I also looked forward because it meant that I could get a little chocolate every day. I also bought these calendars uh, for both my boys as they were growing up and it became part of our annual family Christmas tradition. Actually, I can hardly wait until December 1st and to get my first chocolate. But the Advent that I'm talking about now is looking forward to, with hope, to the birth of the Christ child, Emmanuel, God with us. Advent is a time as we enter the darkness of the winter months, or even the winter darkness of our lives, that we can anticipate with hope the coming of the light, letting the light in to our lives, the light of God, of Emmanuel, God with us. But to be perfectly honest, for most of us, hoping in God and in God, Emmanuel, if we are suffering in the winter and the darkness of our lives, this can be a very hard thing to do. And it's far easier to resign ourselves to a pit of cynicism and bitterness than to hope or even believe. But without hope, yes, without hope, our lives become more bitter. And when we are in bitterness, we suffer even more. I think you know that's true. And I can tell you that I would not be here today without hope. And hope in my God, Emmanuel. When we open ourselves up to unconditional love, the love and light of Christ God, Emmanuel, God with us, then we can have relief and peace from our suffering, from our internal torment, and the light, his light, gets into our brokenness our broken places. And when that happens, healing and the light of life begins. So with that, I want to turn to my Advent calendar for a moment. And I want to light the candle, the first candle of Advent, which, by the way, just happens to be called the candle of hope. And I'm going to be asking our Emmanuel God to light his love into our hearts and that we will ask for his unconditional love to shine into our brokenness so that we can shine his light into the broken lives of others. So I'm just going to do that right now. 
So hopefully you can see. Okay. And now I actually just want to turn down my lights just a little bit here. There it is, the candle of hope. And I just want to read this prayer. Oh God, who is with us, Emmanuel, thank you that you are the light. Thank you that because you are with me in my life, that darkness does not have to be in me. Awaken me each morning with the light of your love in my heart. As a plant reaches out towards the warming rays of the sunshine, so do I reach out to the warmth of your radiant presence. Because of the healing that you have done through my brokenness, I can reach out to others with your hope. Because your word also says that you are the God of all comfort, who comforts and encourages us in every trouble so that we can comfort those and encourage those who are in the same trouble with the comfort that we have received from you. And now, I hope. I hope that you will take some time to reflect about this broadcast episode, that we are all broken, but that's how the light can get in. And I hope that you will allow the light of hope, the light of God with us into your lives so that you can receive unconditional love and begin to extend that to others in your life. I hope. I hope that you are encouraged and that you know that you are important, that you are lovable and loved, and that your brokenness can be a gift to others if you let the light in. And now I just want to pivot turn and direct you to my website, shaunaanthony.com, and to our free gift that we have for you. I'm so excited to share this with you. It's a journal that we have created for you, and it's called She's Anchored in Hope. And it's a 30-day journal that contains morning and evening reflections, a gratitude and affirmation section, and places for your own personal notes. We think it's beautiful. I love it. I've gone through it. It's so well, so well made, and there's beautiful flowers on each page. And we hope that you will love it, too. So again, please go to my website, shaunaanthony.com forward slash gift and click on the link to get to your own copy of your journal. And I hope that you will do that after this episode or maybe even right now and get your own journal. I would love to be able to give that to you as a free gift. And so next week, and her name is Christine Hayden, and we are going to be talking about Finding Hope Through Menopause. Christine has got some really great things to share about what she's gone through and how she is now thriving through this time of life. 
And she is also a published author of children's books. So, so excited. She's done so many great things. And I'm so, so looking forward to you getting to meet her. I've met her. She's, uh, she's such an inspiration. So, and now I just want to thank my producer and my husband and my family for all their support. And for all of those who have given me encouragement, because I would not be able to do any of this without you all. So that's it. That's all that I have to say. I hope that you have enjoyed this episode. I hope that I've given you something to think about. Now I just want you to take care of you. God bless. Bye for now.